if you can say, or if you don't, if you don't want to, don't do it. Why the names of the albums? What's the? Is there? Oh, any, okay. Is there any considerate significance to them, or was it just what came out at the end of each album's process? No, that's a long story. Around the same time, way back in 13, um, again, I was looking, I, I was doing some research kind of on the history of the ghost story, and I read a lot of, I, I read a lot of literary criticism about, you know, kind of the, the, the supernatural genre. I read um, a lot of classic ghost stories. I read Poe. I read Hawthorne. I read people like Algernon Blackwood and Arthur Machen. I read H.P. Lovecraft. Um, we've known each other for a long time. You know that that's a genre that I don't necessarily you know, know. It's a brick wall when you realize that the, the you know, from a creative standpoint, when you realize that, the, that this particular subgenre is really really static it's really ossified to a point where you can't really do much and yeah i mean people still go back to henry james as you bet as some of the definitive i mean and the, you know we haven't moved much beyond that you bet and the the turn of the screw is a big was a big influence um in a way that I, reading that story now, um, you see all of these conventions that have been around now for a long, long time, and that that movies keep going back to. I mean, so film does it. Um, even kind of, even genres of music. I mean, you know, I was working on the first record. I was working on Ayuka Gahara um, when. Witch House kind of became a thing, and and Witch House, if you don't know, is a, a genre, a kind of a sub hip hop um, slash house music genre where you have really synthesized uh, drum machine beats um, and kind of house music synthesizers, but they all use samples from really classic. Uh, horror and suspense films um so you'll hear you know you'll kind of hear these really glacial house music synthesizers and this kind of driving pulsating hip-hop beat and then all of a sudden they'll lay down a john carpenter uh piece on top of it and then kind of do the slowed down kind of chopped and screwed texas and and and, and dirty south kind of rapping on top of it so that was really becoming a thing so if you can imagine, um, here I am reading, you know, Henry James, 
listening to Witch House and um, trying to do something that just wasn't that. Taking that as a as a big inspiration for what I didn't want to do. Some parts of it creeped in, um, and I, I don't think I could have, have avoided that even if I had tried. I just kind of surrendered uh, to it um, in some respects, uh, and particularly on the on the first EP. But I, I kind of went beyond that. And I was reading a book at the same time as the 2004 book that was edited by Bruce Rutledge called uh, Kuhaku. And I, I totally recommend it. It's a book about modern Japan, kind of Japan from the 80s until today, primarily written by expatriates, people from Europe and America who have lived for some time in Japan. So I was reading this book, and again, you know, you know, it started to have the same influence on me as, you know, listening to the witch, listening to the witch house records, and listening to uh, reading um, rather Henry James and, and Poe and Hawthorne and, and, and the ghost stories. It started to just bleed in, and so I started thinking more in terms of contemporary Japan uh, rather than thinking about an American idiom for, for, for things and, and I first read about um, Aoki Gahara um, which is the it's at the base of Mount Fuji and it's a huge um, forest it's a, it's a protected kind of wildlife preserve forest um, around the base of Mount Fuji and it is the number one place where people go to commit suicide. Vice Magazine sent a reporter uh, uh, to Aoki Gahara uh, and the met, they met up kind of happenstance with a, I believe he was a biologist or a geologist who was studying um, the kind of the flora and fauna around Mount Fuji. And he kind of takes it upon himself to go into the forest regularly. This is, an, you know, this is a Japanese man who's in his probably late 50s. Um, early 60s and takes it upon himself to go into the forest deep into the forest um, and if he can find people who are still alive who are camping out who are contemplating suicide he tries to counsel them uh, but more often than not he um, recovers the bodies they did about a half hour uh, thing uh, film on uh, following this guy around in the forest, but the you you even hear the cameraman in this in this little documentary that Vice Magazine did um, say that there's something about the forest that is just really um, almost oppressive 
psychologically. Like you feel like you want to kill yourself when you're in the forest. And a lot of people walk into the forest and they get lost and they kill themselves out of desperation rather than starve to death. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've heard that, that it, it enacts a certain labyrinthian thing. Yeah. where Because you can no longer see the edge of your universe. Yeah, you can't, no, you can't. And, and, and it's very, yeah, you're right. It is very labyrinthine and, and, and uh, uh, it's just a dense, dense, dark, dark forest. The sky is, is sometimes almost completely obscured by the canopy. Um, I ended up doing a lot of research, a lot of, of reading um, about Aoki Gahara while I was composing the music. Um, and... Uh, yeah, no. So, um, really, you know, based on based on reading that book, Kuaku. I mean, also the there's there's a, there's a chapter in the in um, in the the in in the book on uh, Hikiko Mori. Um, so the 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 ideas for and and it seemed like every time, literally every time I got to a new chapter in that book something fit completely with the thematic elements that I had retained for each of these EPs from when I was thinking of they were stories. Um, the first, for example, the first story um, that, that I was kind of beating myself up trying to write had to do with a suicide and had to do with a suicide out and the outdoors and i literally you know once i'd abandoned the writing of it i kind of cleared the slate and i was still thinking about how to how to convey that and i was thinking about making some changes and looking at different kind of music um, that would correspond with um, an outdoor setting and kind of be evocative and out, so outdoor setting on Aoki Gahara there's the most use of instruments made of wood there's recorder there's acoustic guitar um, and and so they're very evocative I literally the night that I started doing um, what ended up being the second track on Aoki Gahara um, uh, I read about Aoki Gahara. I read, I, I read for the first time about the Suicide Forest, and I was like, "This is it." So, um, at no point, you know, that was probably where the cultural appropriation stopped. Um, I don't know anything about, um, you know, and I would never try. I'm just probably not even good enough of a musician to to try and replicate any Japanese. Um, musical traditions um, and, I, and I wouldn't do that that would just kind of be a bridge too far in the cultural appropriation route um, uh, whether it's J-pop or Japanese folk you know these very rich musical traditions that they have it wasn't about that it was really about using the title to hint at the kind of tease the uh, the thematic elements of the story that are retained in the in the musical compositions. 
it's it's interesting and this is just kind of an aside but like as you've been talking about this it actually pulls me back to the two years of trick for me um Mm -hmm. and kind of just the sort of the oppressiveness of research that I did on that where there were like as the piece as the picture started to come together and as we started to have musical elements and stuff there were these little like breadcrumbs where things I was reading to research or listen to or watch or whatever just started to fit in lines that made the trajectory seem right not in any sort of like oh absolutely it's nail on the head sort of thing but just like it felt like well that's it that's what it is yep no, no, same thing. I mean, uh, absolutely. It, it, it was literally just that serendipity of reading something that it was coming from another culture and uh, has different cultural signifiers and different cultural meanings um, that just fit with what I wanted to do. Like, you know, it, none of none of the, you know, none of the evocations of the of the musical compositions are um you know fit in that kind of um western motif um anymore to me they 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 are they are kind of um inexorably linked to um this kind of appreciation of what these of of what these places and 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 people and things um, uh, have in Japanese culture, uh, and I kind of hit all of my you know I kind of checked all my boxes as soon as I grabbed on to um, these uh, th- these Japanese names um, because they're contemporary. You know, you're not gonna see the you're not gonna see the ghost in Civil War garb in Aoki, in Aoki Gahara. You're gonna see your neighbor. That to me has got so much more resonance than you know the the you know lady in the black Victorian gown. 